Welcome everyone to another episode of Astro Gubbies. Listeners in the void, we are joined by several people here today, but we are missing one. Um, you have three seconds to guess who it is, and we're not going to tell you the answer. So, starting with introductions, I am Liam McNamara, DM for this podcast. I'm trying to help people experience D&D. Yeah. Um, we have a guest, a live guest, in the bench, so you might hear side remarks that aren't actually picked up by a mic in front of them. Um, we love live audiences. And then mm-hmm. we have character introductions. Who wants to go first? Wait, we're playing different characters, right? Um, just introduce... I think I'm going to allow you to keep playing the same characters. You'll just be magically transported. Okay, because I would be like Larry. Larry. <laughs> the lion? <laughs> no, not the lion, just a different Larry. Just a di- okay, regular Larry. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I think I'm going to let you guys play the same characters. You don't need your character sheets or all, anything, because we have something special planned for today. Woo! So, who are you guys? Let's start over here. I'm Emily. I'm playing um, Captain Bearclaw. Yar! Shoot first. Shoot first. Shoot second. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Terry. Um, oi, mate. And I'm also shoot first. <laughs> and then forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> shoot one time and then just like walk away casually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our music today is brought to us by um, Aviators. I don't, I don't know what the... It's just ra- random space fantasy royalty-free music that I can use as background music, so shout out to them. Uh, I've been looking at our intro themes, and I was like, these feel a little too rap-heavy, so we're going to keep adjusting them. We're going <laughs> to... They're in the works again. So, today I wanted us... We were... Just a little bit of a recap. We were... You guys had infiltrated into the Admiral's Bar and were basically figuring out the hierarchy of the pirates. Um, You found out, you saw Ying and Yang uh, donuts, who were a chocolate donut and a vanilla donut that were twins, but also together. And then you also... Wait, twin cyst? I'm kidding, (gasps) I'm kidding. What? No, 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 they're just like two halves of the same donut. So true, so true. Twin cyst. You said they're together. They, they're physically, like, halves of each we other. We have no choice but to stand. Okay. <laughs> What's happening to Binion? I'm, I'm stacking die on him. What? It looks like he's a sacrifice to the Eldritch Gods. No, I'm thinking about, like, you know those pictures where, like, someone stacks a bunch of, like, goldfish on their cat while the cat's sleeping? Mm-hmm. That's Binion. And dice. How many goldfish can you fit on your cat? Well, it's asleep. <laughs> Find out now. Let us know in the comments. Um, I guess I can post that as the question for this episode, because Spotify is always like, interact with your viewers. And I'm like, no, screw the viewers. Sorry, viewers. <laughs> or listeners, or whatever you're called. I guess it's no video. You guys infiltrated into the Admiral Bar, where you saw... Yin and Yang. Ad- yin, and, yin and Yang. Cassandra, also known as um, Admiral Beignet. You saw Admiral Coconut. And Fairy Cake. And Admiral Fairy Cake. 
And then we retconned it so there was no fifth admiral there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the did other, you wait? Did you remember who the other admiral would have been? The other admiral would have been Davy Jones. No, it would not have been Davy Jones. It would have been the one that's not Davy Jones. What is the one that's not Davy Jones? Harry Bond Admiral. Oh, it's the secret admiral. Ah. Yeah. So there was going to be a, the secret admiral there, but then I was like, that would be silly if there's mm-hmm. <laughs> our audience viewers leaving no oh come back he left the door open that's oh, closing oh it's probably going to the bathroom um <clears throat> so you guys met the admirals you found out each one was in charge of different things um admiral beignet was in charge of sort of cat pirate relations and planning of the whole um, invasion sequence and then you also found that um, Admiral Coconut was the main like military trying to puncture through the defenses of the hot food section into the heart of the forge or the great forge Um, and then you guys found out the other admirals basically did uh, helped with the invasion sequence but had other side duties um, with the meanest being Davy Jones, a sort of like half melted, half donutty admiral who is in charge of corralling the fruit people, and then you have Admiral, uh, you're good, Fairy Cake, who's in charge of corralling the merchant people, gathering up enough materials and other spaceship craft parts. I have a theory that being adjacent to nut people makes you insane. Being adjacent, no. yeah, because um, Admiral Fairy Cake was quite, quite strange, and a little unhinged. Maybe the maybe the nuts are like especially radioactive, but for the mind. <laughs> Would you like to make an Arcana check? Okay, which one's that? A D twenty? Yeah, just roll a D twenty. See what happens. I got a three. <coughs> a three. <laughs> um, it's probably because they're so nutty that there's like you know how allergens develop over time they're just so nutty that it spreads nuttiness to whoever's in contact with them your brain gets inflamed your brain becomes you have no brains but your magic becomes inflamed that's funny nice nice that's the running theory with the three (laughs) i like the theory um let's see yeah, each one was in charge of different things, um, and you guys decided to go and try to humiliate Admiral Beignet by stealing her little um, flying shoes. They were called Hermes shoes at some point. They were also called little like jetpack shoes at other points. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, Binion's so loaded with dice right now. How many dice is that? It's all of my dice except one. Here. Fuck. It just doesn't fit. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. You can fit twelve dice. Twelve dice comfortably. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, you guys went after Admiral Beignet. And with the help of Admiral Fairy Cake, who wanted to show that donuts were not just superior pirates to things like fairy cakes and or gummy people, you guys decided to go together, lure away the guards from their, their stations, and then go in and, um, like, 
g try to ambush Admiral Beignet. Um, you guys made visual contact with Sura, which everyone was terrified about. But and then you went into a room and kerkuffles, skurs. What is that? Kerkuffles. Scurrying happened. Kerfuffle. Kerf. Kerfuffle. But it's actually a scuffle, I think is what you're Oh, your mic's low. Sorry, that's not your mic. There it is. Oh, I'm back. You're back. Uh, a scuffle is a fight. A kerfuffle is like... Okay, we'll call it a kerfuffle, because that's really what it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it wasn't like a straight fight. Um, she mainly was kicking you guys and trying to cast silence to not disturb Sura. And in this middle of this fight, two of you were flung off, holding on to one of the boots into the closet, and the other boot was flung into the main pyramid chamber, which it disturbed Sura's slumber just slightly. And she was returning to the room, and that's where we ended that episode. Yeah. So, um, I want to say the shoe flew off right before my turn, and mm. I had thought, oh hey, isn't the door open? And then I went, no, but the fight's more important. <laughs> of course the DM wouldn't use an open door. Oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> why, why would you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the shoe flew out and woke up Sura. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm So, right as, like, she's turning around and, like, walking back in with sort of, like, an angry look on her face, um, we are going to just, like, time seems to freeze and you guys, your souls seem to emerge out of your corporeal bodies. And then you are pulled light years away to a different part of the galaxy. <laughs> For some reason, only you two, not an elephant. How strange. How strange. How strange. Um, you fly to through star clusters, through star fields into a different part of the galaxy which you've never been before. Into what looks like a colder region of the galaxy. Um, as you fly through the galaxy in this sort of astral state, um, I'm going to say your bodies begin to form differently. They begin to form out of sort of like an illusory stardust. They seem to gather stardust as your souls fly through it. And you burst through what looks like a, a sort of a barrier, and suddenly there's frost covering the star galaxies. Um, this is the cold food section. <gasps> I think this music is suited for... For northern, northern kingdoms? Oh, I meant for the Binion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this works Revering for... During Binion time. <clears throat> There seems to be a strange set of aurora borealists that wave through this frozen region. And you see what looks like the, the villages are made out of what looks like frozen liquid structure. And they're not all water, they're not ice always, but they are sometimes made out of like deep, almost as if they took the aurora borealis and condensed it into a liquid form and then froze it into structures. So this sort of like rainbow, majestic kingdom lies out in front of you. And you two land onto what looks like a golden comet slowly flying in to the ice kingdom. And you two materialize in your astral bodies on top of a flying lay's dragon. 
who, who slowly, seem, seemingly not to notice you two, seeming to just fly towards the center of the ice kingdom, towards the heart of it where you see a majestic castle stands. And it, it stands so tall that it starts to incorporate um, structures that n- would not work in the gravity of whatever plane it's on. So it's so tall, it enters the like less gravity zone of, of the region. <clears throat> it looks like little baubles of ice seem to float around. And as you guys fly closer on this dragon, you see that there are ice people walking around. And ice people are s- somewhat special. Um, where other things are made from materials and then imbued with magic, these are usually things that were imbued with magic that traveled to the ice center and then became frozen mm. over time. And you, you feel like if you had corporeal bodies, you would also begin to like freeze and harden. But in this astral form, you, you are just part of magic right now. Arrgh, here be dragons. Wait, mate, this is quite strange. Arrgh, it be strange. We're on, we're on one of the beasts? Is is goddamn, is goddamn madness here. Restrain yourself from killing this it, here. It's, my god, it, it don't feel right. Oh. Arrgh. Arrgh. <laughs> um, the dragon seems to, like, cock its head, like, trying to figure out where the noise is coming from, but just flies, and you see that you come into sight of a courtyard. This courtyard is surrounded by walls. You come over the castle wall, and you come into what looks like a courtyard that is pretty large enough to hold this dragon. Um, And Lay's dragon just sort of lands. In the courtyard, you see several finely dressed frozen people, ice people, if you will. Um, some are clothed in, as always, they're, they're mainly clothed in capes because I find capes cool. We should bring them back unless you're doing anything actually useful. Or just in, in Eugene right now in this weather. Yeah, <laughs> we are, we are in the nineties. We are? We're in the eighties. I don't know. It feels disgusting. It's so humid. 87? 87. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to say these, you see that these cloaks are made out of what looks like a purple billowing material in the like frozen wind. Um, these are ice guards, um, palace guards of the ice kingdom. What would you guys like to do? Um, we're, we're in front of some guards. You are on the back of a dragon who's just landed in front of some guards. I hide within the dragon's, like, silhouette, like the guards can't see me. Okay. The folds of the Lay's. The mm-hmm. folds of the Lay's chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are also partially magic, so it's really easy to hide. <laughs> yeah. Lay's yeah. growls. I'm here to see the queen. And um, the frost guard salutes and goes, Been a long time, fella. <laughs> Terry goes, Oh, an Aussie. <laughs> Was that a voice there? Terry hides again. 
You see, like, you poke your little head out, and then you talk oh, about... Oh, is that nosy? <laughs> yeah. Are it be the wind! <laughs> oh, it must have been the wind. Must have been the wind. Right this way, laddie, lays. You able to do that sh- shape-shifting uh, thing in the bottom of the thing? Uh, lays sighs and goes... <sighs> And slowly, you guys are, like, pushed off of Lay's as it transforms, shrinking down, shrinking into your size of a person. And um, because of this, you guys are thrown off and land on the ground. Fuck. But it does seem to coalesce into a humanoid-shaped... It's like if Lay's chips were all crushed and formed into a human... Oh, that's weird. So it's not as air-filled. <laughs> but that's like golden presence seems to radiate from it. <clears throat> the cold doesn't seem to be affecting Lay's dragon at all. But the guards turn around and begin leading Lay's into the castle. What do you guys want to do? Or maybe this be connected to why we're here. Oh, that's a smart point, mate. Oi, let's sneak on in there then. Arr. <laughs> You guys follow in. Um, you don't have any character sheets right now, so we won't have any rolls or anything. I have my character <gasps> sheet, but a it's fine character? because um, we can be on neutral ground where none of us have character sheets. Mm. And I forget mine in my in my little your little your ghost pack. form. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I like pat my body and I'm like, "Oi, mate! I don't know what my perception rolls are." <laughs> <laughs> You, I would ask for you to make a stealth check if you were corporeal, but you don't have character sheets, so you <laughs> don't make stealth checks. Um, Holy shit, I should forget my sheet more often. <laughs> in the sense that you guys do not have bodies. Sorry, um, I want to say I have four D10s. Four D10s. Isn't that stupid? Maybe you're going to roll a lot of D10s. <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's not really super necessary, but... Usually D6s and D8s are the most rolled. So, because you guys can't be noticed, how are you walking down the corridor? Ooh, I'm a ghost! (laughs) I'm also doing that. (laughs) So you guys are doing the conga line of ghost woos down the hallway. Mm -hmm. um, Just, like, floating generally behind the procession of guards and lays. Uh, This corridor goes down, and it is elaborately tapestried. And this is, like, the most formal of a civilization it looks like they have like proper like artistry and culture compared to some of the other some of the other like the gummy culture it's just sort of like yeah do whatever like sort of almost hippie-ish and then the nut culture is like sort of sort of crazy they're like always like go 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 and just like do random things the donut population has been sort of a mixture of various things because they do have that like flame from the heart of the forge inspired in them but then they cool off and so they sort of, sort of a mixture <laughs> overachiever kid to stoner adult <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes this one seems to be the most laid out and sort of put together of the civilizations <clears throat> are everybody be wearing pants here Boy, mate, we're kind of out of place then. 
None of us got clothes. Arr, I have my little hat. Do I, I, do I have my hat still? Go ahead and make a perception roll. We're just going to roll it. That one. Natural one. Uh, no. <laughs> you look around. You don't have your clothes. You don't have your weapons. And you don't have your hat. Arr. Can I see if I have my hat? Yeah. All right, mate. But you might not have your hat. But, but I think I still have mine. Nat 20. <laughs> you look up, and the hat actually materializes its fully physical form on your head. Arr, that be not fair. I think that one rolled well because it was on Binion, so I think we need to store him on Binion again. <laughs> this, is, this is how players develop um, rituals. dice rituals. Because... Over time, like people will say, like, "Oh, you need to throw that dice in prison because it's like been rolling badly for you," and like all these other. Ah! Ah! Fuck! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's me squishing my face in different ways. <clears throat> Gotta limber up. The hallway empties out into a majestic chamber, a, a sort of like throne slash reception room, and there are floating little orbs of light that decorate the place, and milling around there are very finely dressed persons, all made out of this ice structure, um, and they all seem to be wearing very formal, some of them are wearing full tuxedos, others are wearing sort of like sashes and sort of very, very hierarchical, decorated society. Um, as you guys walked through into this room, um, you notice there is this sort of like... Uh, it, it's a fruit that has been freeze-dried. Um, so it's it's lo- what looks like an orange who's dressed in like a little butler's uniform Aww. and goes, Announcing! Announcing! Lay's dragon has graced the court with his presence. Announcing, Lay's dragon. And sort of the noble pairs and people um, sort of turn and mutter to themselves, forming an empty space to the actual base of the throne. The steps up to the throne hold four individuals. Um, they look like very, very decorated individuals who range from different stylings um one looks to be very very they have sort of like an almost completely made out of ice appearance and seem to have a beard that seems to just be icicles that just hang down and like long icicle eyebrows (laughs) that hang down as well Mm -hmm. um that's on the first step and then on the second step you see what looks like um almost uh, uh like Someone who doesn't look like an ice person at all. Someone who looks more like a nut person. Um, it's Alfonso. It's... Go ahead and make a perception check, both of you. Twelve. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> it does bear resemblance to Alfonso. Uh, it is a peanut. Mm. And they do have... Their arms and legs are not made out of pipe cleaners. It's made out of spring steel instead because they're much more refined. It's as if Alfonso learned civility and patience, basically. I feel like Alfonso's better suited because he has the insulation of, like, pipe cleaner. 
Maybe. <clears throat> uh, on the third person on the steps, there seems to be one that is seem to be swaddled in red robes that seem to drape down some of the other steps and occasionally they seem to purposely move it so it like hits the like older icicle gentleman and occasionally it goes and just like tosses the red like drooping dress just off of him and then this like red figure will like push it back on underneath this like swaddled red cloth you see the hints of two pink glowing eyes that just seem to stare out into it. The third one is what you would assume you haven't actually met these people before, but it is um, a liquid foods person who has been solidified into ice. It is what looks like a Fanta, and you can see they're in their person they, the carbonation has actually frozen in the tracks. Um, so those bubbles are held in stasis, and they're dressed in what looks like a, a white tunic and very plain white clothing. And those are the four. On the throne itself, you see a majestic ice sculpture that winds around and seems to have several coiling dragons carved into it. Um, and sitting on top of the throne is most prominently the Ice Queen. Dressed in uh, in light blue clothing, and um, voiced by a guest in the future, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to try to emulate her voice. And now, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. <clears throat> what does the Ice Queen sound like? <laughs> She's she just seems to command presence and attention. Um, and Lays comes forward and takes a knee, doesn't fully bow or anything, just takes one knee in this sort of condensed humanoid form in front of the queen, and she gives a slight wave, wave and Lays stands back up, and he says, his voice is very different, he says, my queen, how are you doing? This music matches perfectly. <laughs> 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 yes. Hui. Uh, the old icicle person <laughs> steps forward and goes, Lace, Lace, how long? And one of the icicles falls off and just onto the floor. He what? looks like he's one step in the grave. Who, who's, who's talking? Who's and, and like everyone steps back and sort of like is extra quiet. Um, his eyes seem to flow over you guys and seem to like almost notice you. Can I step up and just lean over and whisper in his ears, shh, it's just your own thoughts, Are <laughs> Um, my, my queen, uh, <clears throat> I believe we are graced by my visions again. <laughs> And Lays goes, Enough of your visions, old man. I've come to seek help from the queen. Hey, can I say to the old man, Arr, your vision me this, and start twerking. <laughs> uh, go to make a performance check for me, please. Fifteen! Fifteen? That's some pretty good twerking. 
Um, let me go ahead and roll some dice over here. The old man seems to have, um, what, they call it a sublimation attack. And, um, he, he sort of clutches his chest and goes, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, clatters to the side where his, like, icicle beard sort of just, like, droops onto the floor a little bit. Oh no, oh no, can I start doing a CPR on him? <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a medicine check. 18. 18. <laughs> so you run over, and CPR on an ice person is probably not the wisest idea. So what you do instead is you you just scrape up bits of the floor and, like, re-put mash in ice into his body. And um, as the ice gets, like, sprayed, you, like, scrape up bits of the floor, and the, as the ice sprays up, it sort of clings onto his beard again, and the beard, like... Restraightens and he goes. <gasps> my visions, my visions have come from far away. They come from a war-torn land, Queen. And Lays goes. Enough. Let me look up sublimation attack. <laughs> sublimation? It's where. It's where a, li- a solid turns into a gas immediately. Like a frozen ice. Oh. Dry ice. Yeah. I thought that was something. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I know, now I now I now I recognize sublimation. Yeah, from yeah, it, it's his equivalent of a heart attack. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, back, Lord, mate, get back here! Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm gonna go back to yeah. I'm gonna I go like back to Terry. Start like wafting and like the air like just, I just wafts like, you back. <laughs> away. Um, as you waft away, you hear a slight clapping noise from the like red clothed figure <laughs> who is looking directly at oh, you too. Oh, <laughs> Blaze goes enough of this nonsense. The wormhole my queen was attacked. The the avenues of and highways of the ice empire have come under intrusion by unknown strangers who shot me and like pulls open the shoulder a little bit and there's this faintest little tiny mark on the shoulder. Terry goes, fuck yeah! Really quietly, like rooting his arm. (laughs) And um, you see like the cloth seems to wave upwards and seems to form two little thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) I love this red guy. Um, on closer inspection, the red person seems to be a layer of frost that's animating cloth. Oh. Yeah. And you don't know what type of body or eyes they have, but they do have some visual apparatus. (laughs) Don't we all? Lies. Lies. What? What? What is the issue? We have plans in motion. And, um, Lay says, Two, two rascals, two scallywags, scallywags, if you will. (laughs) Two scallions is what I was going to (laughs) say. Came in and attacked the wormhole. And there's like, (gasps) 
My queen, you who support the dragons, do not let this insult go unpunished. Matey, I think that be us. <laughs> My... I had to do it. He was such a beast. You saw him. <laughs> you can't blame me. You like guns, too. Are that be true. Um, the red cloth figure seems to clap suddenly and says, Are you... Are they with us now? And gestures towards you guys. And Lays like turns around and goes, Where? Where? I'm just going to try and be as still as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys just like, if I stand as still as possible. <laughs> and Lays goes, I don't see them. I don't I don't see them in this crowd. I like lean over to Bearclaw, like a tiny, tiny movement and go like, that's what he gets for being a stupid beast. <laughs> <laughs> but I do hear them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> Stand as still as possible. <laughs> um, the cloth person goes, "Oh, they're right there," and they seem to. Their voice seems to be just like a rustle of cloth in the ice, um, and waves their hand. And as the hand waves, the your bodies seem to coalesce into ice structures. Um, your astral forms have now developed into. Backflow made this ain't looking good. Lays goes, I recognize this one and points to you, Terry. Fuck. Look at you! <laughs> this one looks a little different. Arr, that'd be rude. I don't believe I've met you. Arr. Uh, um, and then the old man goes, So, so, so. So, what do you expect as punishment, Lays? And Lays goes, I expect their death. Aren't always be death. I may, it's not very creative. Um, The cloth sort of claps and goes, Indeed, we will have a fashion showdown. And that will determine their punishment. <laughs> I might will win, obviously. Terry thinks his like little safari hat is the peak of fashion. The peak of fashion. Mm-hmm. With that little peak in hat too. No, it's just round. It's just round. Okay. Um the cloth sort of like waves dramatically and the cloth like waves through the air and then like falls onto the like old individual and says Six hours. Six hours. Come back, and we will have the fashion showdown. And I will participate, too. If... If the crowd judges the winner, the winner can go free. But if I win, the Ice Kingdom can request something from each of you. Lays and you... What are your names? Or it be, uh, it be, uh, I'm Smith. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Terry. Um, Smith and 
Terry. Terry. Mrs. Smith, that is, to you are... Uh, Mrs. Smith. Back I thought you were a mate. <laughs> Bear Claw has always declared themselves as, you know, but Bear Claw. Like, as Bear Claw. Just Bear Claw. <laughs> it's alright, it's alright. <laughs> Whatever, it's Mrs. Smith now. Yeah. Go to go to your quarters. And pick whatever fashion you think would win against me and against Lays. And Lays goes, I have been in this galaxy for since it was born. Since the stars first glimmered. I will show you true fashion. Mate, you wouldn't know fashion if it hit you like my gun bullet. <laughs> <laughs> and you see like the glowing yellow energy seems to like rise up and he wants to just like blast you away but it would probably take out most of this court as well seeing that he can't do anything to us I'm gonna be like Arr, you wouldn't know fashion if it came and fucked your mom Arr. <laughs> um the person at the top of the steps dressed in just like the the tunic um the very like plain oh wait no no, no the third person um snaps and says order and suddenly you guys feel compelled to just like not insult people randomly and so that like glow from lays sort of diminishes as well he just turns around and storms out of the room <laughs> <laughs> Are we we really got him, didn't we? I mate. <laughs> With a flutter of cloth, you see the um the like red robed person like unfurl themselves and then just like fly out of the room and say, Six hours <laughs> Backlog, mate oh, Mrs. Smith, where where do we get clothes? <laughs> I ain't never wear, worn clothes before. Arr, you go to a hat shop, of course. <laughs> oh, I mate, I. Also, I just, I just, Bear Claw came up with that name because they don't want their real name. Yeah. 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 No, I know. <laughs> Mrs. Smith, of course, in this setting. Arr. In Bear Claw. Arr. I. Where are the hat shops? <laughs> Can I, I walk over to the little ice, sculpt, ice guy who got... Uh, sublimation attack and I go oi mate as a vision I'm not well acquainted with clothes or hats where are your hat shops <laughs> what and he seems to wake up <laughs> where are your shops where are your shops mate for the fashion I can send the hat maker to you <laughs> and just falls asleep. Are he be needing medical attention? I I'm fine. I'm <coughs> this is perfectly normal. Arr. And just like lays down on that like ice step. Are we um like ourselves like a bear claw and a gummy bear, or are we? Ice 
coalesced in like magical forms. You are ice coalesced into your bear claw and gummy forms. Gotcha. Yeah. I was going to say, because gummy bears don't fare well in cold. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they get very, um, so you're ice technically, but ice. you look like yourselves. Gotcha. And you have your hat. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are led out of the chambers to uh, sort of like a room where um, you're told to wait for the hat maker. And while you guys are waiting, the you guys are brought refreshments, which seem to be little raisins <laughs> oh. that are offered to you in platters of six. And they go... I start eating them. No, my, it's a <laughs> you little pick up one up. You pick one up and just... <laughs> no, I, I like slap Bear Claw on the back so he spits it out. <laughs> Oh. Can I roll to not to yeah, swallow? Yeah. Have a roll off, please. Nineteen. Fuck. Fuck. Seventeen. Seventeen. God. So the raisin goes into the mouth, and then Terry, you run over and just slap Bear Claw. Uh, do you fully just eat the, the eat the raisin? I'm just gonna eat the raisin. No. Okay. So it just it goes, and then. <laughs> and it's a it's a very crunchy treat. Arr, tastes like my little donut holes. <laughs> my no, Nella would kill us. <laughs> I like scoop up. I scoop up the little raisins. All six of them. Yeah. Oh, there's five now. All, <laughs> all five of them. <laughs> yeah. So these look like the same um, type of raisins that Alfonso was delivering. <laughs> Do I have a pocket I can put them in? Um, not really, especially in your ice form. Damn. Can I chisel a little pocket? Oh, speaking of, the, the raisin does sort of like dye the ice that you are formed out of a purple color that seems to just spread throughout you. Arr. All right, that'd be good enough. Can I throw up now? <laughs> okay. Um, so just like a... And then um, it comes back out and sort of reforms into this, like, spiky, icicle little raisin. So it's, it's like a porcupine version <laughs> of the raisins, That's which so just cute. turn into ice as soon as it comes out. And it goes... <laughs> That's a feisty one. Yeah, it's been imbued with... Uh, a heart of ice. Oh. Spiky. So your coloration does fade. Oh, <laughs> damn. Because <laughs> you just regurgitated it back out. <laughs> Dang. Damn. Damn. Um, <clears throat> with that, the door bursts open and coming in on um, four extremely long legs that seem to... Sh- grow into existence um you see this person with two different heads come in and arms that you can't really count because they seem to be forming and dissolving and reforming they they're dressed in what looks like a vest and one head has a monocle and the other head has a pair of sunglasses um and the monocle head says you requested the hat service 
and the the sunglasses head goes, "Oh yeah, let's get some hats on these guys." Oh yeah, what, what's up? What what's your name? What's your name? And uh, the monocle head goes, "Calm down, calm down." First, apologies for my other half, and. Uh, the sunglasses half goes, Oh, fuck this guy, you know, this, like, he's always been here, he's always just been, hey, you, you just, uh, listen to me, don't listen to him. And the monocle guy says, uh, Just, what would you like? It is this, like, large, spidery-looking creature that's made out of ice. <laughs> Arr, can I be having a, a pirate hat? but formed of the Aurora Borealis and another cowboy hat for my body that is just a single bolt of fabric and also looks like the Aurora Borealis. Oh yeah, no problem. What what shape of Aurora Borealis? We we have many different we have many different varieties that we can pull from. Are I be liking the Steve Aurora Borealis? The the, the Steve Oh yeah, the Steve! Down with it! Let's go! Down low, am I right? Arr. And like an ice hand, it reaches out. <laughs> do you, do you, I, I, yeah, I high-five it. You high-five it, and the whole arm just comes off. Oh. And the monocled one goes, No issue, no issue, don't worry about it. And the sunglasses one is like, Hey, yo, what the fuck? Are you just gonna go around slapping people's arms off? Ah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Picks up the arm and <laughs> backs in. <laughs> well, we'll see, mate. I'd also love a fit. You've got a... You've got a hat, bro. That oh, is mate. a hat and a half. I oh, mate. It's the peak of fashion. It is indeed wonderful of a hat. Where, where was it made, may I ask? Oh... Well, in, in, in the jungle. Why, of course. In the jungle. And they sort of turn to each other and they're like, In the jungle. The, the mighty, the mighty jungle. Oh, I made that one. And the guy's like, With a lion scream at each other, we can bring in some care. And they're like, they're like thinking about it. They're like <laughs> bouncing off ideas. And they seem to be getting excited to build you a fashion wardrobe built around this hat. I might, I might. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the monocled one's like, we could go for some lapels and sort of that safari sort of rugged look. And uh, the other one's like, yo, we could add in some flames that just like fire off in different directions. And um, the one's like, yeah, it, it could emulate the presence of a sunrise and it could be dramatic and it could bring like change. And the other one's like, yo. What if we had the effects just be hypnotizing to where it was like you were on LSD, man? <laughs> um, and they, they like, they turn to you and say, "We can do this." Perfect, mate. That's the Steve Aurora Borealis. Steve Aurora Borealis. Okay, it looks like a wing, a feather. Kinda. I think it's mostly the the pink one. That's oh, my okay, dad's okay. name. Steve. 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 It's a whole um, cl- category of Aurora. Or oh. I guess it kind of does look, it looks like the oh. wing, but it has like the green feathers. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Um, can I, I look at the two-headed spider guy, and I go, oh, I have one more thing though. I want it to be an efficient safari outfit. I want to blend in, or not blend in, but 
I want to be able to hunt in it. A multi-use outfit. How interesting. Aye. How creative. Aye. Yo. <laughs> Blend in with the streets, with the cafe, with the formal. If you add that hypnotizing element, I could sneak up on the beasts and they'd never be able to think. They'd just look at my fit, be too confused to run away. As you guys are speaking, the back half of the spidery entity seems to be... And seems to be forming something. Um, As you guys finish describing your outfits... um, It seems to pull from, like, gossamer strands this enormous, beautiful pink and green hat that seems to look like a feather or a mohawk that could just gently sit on your head, but it has those pirate curls, so so it ends up being a triangular sort of, like, cone-like feather that seems to bleed off pink to green um, with little spikes coming off of it. Arr, and this be coming out of your butt. Hey, hey, no, no, none of that. We, we, we just pulled it from... And the, the monocled one is like, why, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you got me, bro. Like, it's, it's a little awkward. Like, we store stuff in us, uh, and then, like... Arr, that be very talented buttocks you have there. Why, thank you. It took many years to perfect this. <laughs> hey, yo, bro, you just learn learn one of those courses at the Ice Emperor, and they, they can get it to you in three cycles. You know? From the street to the palace in three days. Oh. And Arr. the monocles one's like, shh, those are, those are trade secrets. We can't spill those. From behind, you see it forming, it looks like an enormously large cowboy hat that seems to button down the front, and it seems to be an inverted cowboy hat that's upside down, so it can it can open up, and it has, like, places for your little bear claw arms to go through, or your bear claw appendages to go through, um, and it's, so you would have the mohawk on your head, and then this sort of, like, it looks like a cowboy hat, but it's an outfit that you wear over your body. And it's, it's sort of wrapped around. <clears throat> uh, it's it's in nice, like, tones of... Like, what colors did you request? Um, probably pink and green, like the Aurora's. Okay. So it's a pink and green cowboy hat with the green tinging the edge of the cowboy hat. But it is upside down, so it's just like the rim edge of it seems like opens upwards and allows your like appendages for your bear claws to reach out and they they turn to you guys and go how's the fit bro How, how's the fit are he be the finest makers in these lands he be all right mate this is stunning and so quick too took me 15 years to make this hat <laughs> and it be coming straight out of your ass i Oh, I... I need to tone down the iron make this episode. <laughs> <laughs> now just lean into it. <laughs> Yo, hit up, hit up, hit hit us up. I'm Nash. 
Arr. And my name is Bartholomew. Bartholomew and Nash. We are a friendly neighborhood brother service. We were we were once an icicle that someone crashed a spaceship into and the spaceship exploded and dumped a huge amount of magical energy into us. So we're not supposed to be alive, but uh, we're sort of like a spaceship, if you will. Yo, bro, we've been through the stars. We've... <laughs> I... Yeah, we come here and work. We just we do our thing. We pull out little ingredients. We make things for the the robe lady. That would be a good job. Or as long as they be not together like the yin and the yang donuts. I <laughs> <laughs> mate, I was creepy of those two. <laughs> These yeah. two are sick. This is just one entity instead of two entities that are like stuck to each other. Oh no, Bear Claw's just con- convinced it's twincest at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the yin and yang can come apart and do their separate things. Arr! <laughs> so can twins in a relationship. <laughs> <clears throat> From behind, you see an elegant-looking, gorgeous-looking outfit that is... Um, a classic safari outfit, except it seems to just shift colors as it moves. Um, would you like to put it on? Uh, yes. Okay. As you put it on, it settles into sort of a, the classic, like, tan safari color. Um, but Nash is like, yo, bro, just think about it. Just imagine something coming out, coming, vibrating, you know, like, emerging. And, uh, Bartholomew is like, you must envision what you want the outfit to do. Think for us. Think about, think about the sunrise, for example. Um, I know they just said think about the sunrise, mm-hmm. but Terry's too safari build. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna think about grass and being <laughs> in the grass. I want to be one with the grass. Go to roll a d20 for me, please. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, you turn around, and Terry has become a grass patch. <laughs> and you know, grass blades are decently long, and Terry's the same size as a grass blade. So there's just several pat, like a clump of gla- grass that has appeared. The only distinguishing factor is the fact that Terry's head sits on it. And your hat sits above it. So it's this little, like, tent-looking shape on top of a grass patch. Are B.I. having permission to touch you? <laughs> sure, mate. I'm gonna touch the grass. You, you reach out, and the, the clothing has actually um, formed what looks like a semi, semi-physical like grass outfit that fully forms around you. And um, as you look at it, it looks like your arms are still there, but they seem to be like different blades of grass. That uh, that you're, you're pretty hidden. You have a little head that pokes out, though. Terry is so excited. <laughs> Terry is ecstatic. I mate, mate, look at me! You can't even see me. I am one with the grass. <laughs> the beast won't know what's coming. Arr, you do be grass, <laughs> mate. A lion could be walking right on me and it would never know. Go ahead and make and a then, 
Make a check for me, please. And then that lion's ass be grass. Four. Four. You look around, and there's been a lion around here recently. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) My... Why is the lion residue all around? <laughs> lion residue. Wait, they need to be on binion. Sorry, sorry. Okay. It has to. It has to. It has to. He's so small. Um, Do you two feel prepared for the fashion show? Arr! Mites, this is perfection. I'll be the most environment you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't save the environment, become the environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then save yourself. Mm. 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 Shoot once and then run away and become the environment. <laughs> <clears throat> um, they sort of like slowly crawl out their many different arms and legs forming and reforming, um, moving like a caterpillar through the hallways. Um and you guys are the guards come back in and say they are ready for you (laughs) mate I've never been more prepared for something in my life (laughs) we be fabulous (laughs) (laughs) okay I need to come up with their outfits I've got one I've got two I've got two and a half got three I've got four. Okay, okay. Holy fuck. Let's do it. So fast. Yeah, you get to hear more of my thought process as a DM this episode. Mm -hmm. It's internal screaming the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what my homework process is. You enter back into the throne room, and the lights have changed to more of a spotlight appearance, and where there were, like, groups of nobles milling around and forming sort of like a court appearance it has completely changed instead now they're um the person who looks like a carbonated liquid that is like frozen is currently waving their arms and entire ice structures are forming and they create little audience benches around a central walkway platform and then they wave at the lights and the lights like refocus like spotlights onto the central platform and then they like wave at the platform itself and it starts like glowing in a pattern um waves the other lights and the entire area dims down and the nobles file back in taking seats on this like little amphitheater uh the walkway walks out and then like then you stand before the queen and then so it's a classic runway catwalk uh the little announcer herald goes this year's Festival of the Cloth, impromptu Festival of the Cloth, <laughs> we'll begin. Um, we have four competitors with us. Um, of course, Lady Rose will be joining as one of the lead champions, reigning champion. Um, we have an ed- entrance from Lay's Dragon, Lay's Dragon, who is who will be representing the wormhole, and then we have uh, what? What are your names? Terry. Uh, Mrs. Jones. We have Terry and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> what are you representing? On, on the safari. The safari. 
Uh, um, um, what are you? What are you representing? Arr, uh... Arr! Arr! <laughs> and they'd be representing R B. Yeah, yeah. Did I do a good job? R. I oh, mate. Okay, Thank okay, you. Okay, okay. Um, Punch off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And just like walks back <laughs> off to the doorway. Um, <clears throat> you see, standing at like a waiting zone. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I I like. Should I reveal their outfits to you? Should I not? Should it just be one at a time? You I should would, have them do one at a time. One at a time. Go ahead, roll initiative action. from me, please. Fuck. Cool. One. Oof. Benian was eighteen. <laughs> okay, we had. Um, Lady Rose rolled a natural twenty, and Lays rolled a three. So it'll be Rose, you. Lays, Lays me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's sort of um, like a, a quieting hush on the crowd and swirling out in this whoosh, uh, a fabulous set of cloth seems to ripple out from the very walls. And it seems to not just be one set of cloth. It seems to be five that just flow in from different corners of the room and start entwining. Um, it looks like they've chosen a color palette all in red, and all of them, each of them, are covered in frost. And as it forms, two little like pink eyes appear in the middle, and they like they seem to release their arms. They form little arms and sort of like wave, and suddenly the cloth explodes into a million shards that falls across the runway and each shard seems to tinkle a little bit and refract light in a certain way and as it refracts it seems to gather light and energy bouncing from each shard from each shard to form an enormous glowing picture of what looks like a swirling flower that seems to just flow around the room curling and the audience goes ooh ah Army matey, I don't know if we be able to top that. Mate, I can be grass. We can top that. Arr! <laughs> uh, and then with a, another flourish, all the little particles flow back into each other, and you see the little cloth. Lady Rose gives a little, like, flip of the hair, essentially, but it's just a flip of the cloth. Um, flip over the shoulder and just, like, do the catwalk back to where you guys are standing. Let's see what you've got. Go on. Arr! I'm gonna, like, work it. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, the ass that twerked earlier, that's gonna be, like, do, like, holding the shit, the, the, like, holding the whole performance together. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, um, you're gonna walk with a twerk step. Yes. Okay, um... <laughs> uh, so the, the first thing that the audience sees is the edge, the brim of the hat, the cowboy hat specifically, because that's your outfit. And as it like enters, the lights seem to glimmer off of it and give this like neon green um, sparkle that spreads across the room. And as you enter, it's just got that smooth motion to it, that like wobble and, and your like little bear claw, little other donut parts seem to just like boing, 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 just like down the walkway. And um, the audience goes, ooh, 
uh, what what is that outfit? I've never seen that before. What what's the history? Is there some sort of like statement going on here? Do you want to do anything? Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't know. Okay, so you just like walk down and they're like, it's it's it has to be a statement about something. Um, what what's it? What what is it? Um, do you want to do anything, Terry? You have like audience. You can help at this stage. Um, um, I I I lean over and whisper. Oi, that's such a powerful piece about the 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 donut um, grasp and the the domineering um, strength of the donut empire all over the over the fruits, and it's. Uh, such a social commentary. Um, uh, and, uh, boy. Go ahead and make a performance check with advantage. <laughs> also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow a kiss and be like, "R, I know you be wanting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got an 11. Go ahead and roll with advantage. Oh, yeah. 19. 19. <laughs> so, the, like, the kiss, it, everyone's like, yeah, I could be wanting that. Like, look at that hat, though. <laughs> it seems to flow with just, like, power. And I could be wanting it. <laughs> but what really catches them is political commentary on the donut empire and enslavement of the fruit people. Is that... I heard something about that. It is... Oh, yes. And... So what happens is the rich noble people end up wanting to fit into people who recognize and like know about the inn stuff. So they're like, that's so amazing, even though they might not know about what it is. And they go, oh, the commentary, the powerful statements and movements. Look at that. Look at how the rim of that lower hat symbolizes the upper and lower divisions of the society. And like other, other, other like noble frozen people are jumping in and are going, oh yeah. And that like the color palette symbolizes like warfare and like peace all at the same time. Peace is such a small sliver of the like overall conflict zone. And just as you're like twerking down the stage um, and just like blowing kisses, like you get, you start hearing like claps starting to erupt. And um, as you finish that turnaround, you see that there are people just in standing ovation. And some of the, um, some of the people are just crying. And when ice cries, it doesn't cry like normal wet tears. It cries little ice shards that go cling, 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 cling. On the on the ground, so the the room erupts and just like claps and just like crashing wave like noise as people cry at this powerfully emotional statement. <clears throat> R I be a star. Um, and then you walk back and join Lady Rose. Like nods and goes, impressive, impressive. We should we should we should get to know each other have personal contact in the future. Arr! Please. Um, the, as the crowd's like, what, did you see that? That was so, that was awesome. That was, yeah. And, um, the, like, the murmurs were keep, keep going around, and, uh, with a, <laughs> you see an enormous golden lays claw 
step out onto the platform. Oh, no. Another one <laughs> steps out. The room is not quite big enough, so he just rips a hole through the wall <gasps> and just property damage. Um, and um, goes. I will show you the true glory of the dragons, and just the like breath energy bellows up out of them and wells out across the audience and um we're we're gonna <laughs> do you need saving throws <laughs> yeah go to make dexterity saving throws for me please what is that with just need 20 12 7 12 and 7 um neither of which really pass so <laughs> um you dodge out of the way saving your clothing which is most important. Um, Lays might have been trying to sabotage your clothing. Uh-uh. Your clothes, the edges of it catch fire just a little. What do you think about? Um, um, I think about um, the coldest water. <laughs> the coldest water? And suddenly, Terry's just a puddle with a little head on top. <laughs> it's alright, mate. And that, that little, like, spark of ember from um it seems to not not catch on fire <laughs> it's, it's so bloody cold <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can i reform as a person again yeah you reform as a person um but i'm shivering yeah just even though you're made out of ice r be fire be fire <laughs> <laughs> ah not right now mate. um Lay seems to have melted some of the audience members, but they're like, oh, the power, the glory of the dragon. And as Lay steps in, you see that there is like one clock into the room and the audience goes, and uh, some of them are going like, Larry's a, Larry's a puddle on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Lay steps forward and there seems to be like glowing insignias across the massive arms and as the full body enters the room the like massive lays dragon head going <laughs> um, into the room just facing the ice queen lays goes ice queen remember our history and those like golden jangles and equipment seems to like burst out into what looks like colorful imagery and you guys see what looks like imagery of a cold and empty universe with just like random platforms everywhere but nothing no life filled and flying around this universe are eight dragons each made out of chips and there is an explosion of light and the audience goes oh wow light and energy fills the room and forming and swirling at the center of the universe is the star clusters and as it forms you see that different sectors of the universe begin to gain light gain energy the cold food section sort of slowly freezes the hot food section warms and then the dry and wet sections slowly develop into their existing civilizations you see the spark of life and through it all the dragons have flown through the universe and watch 
this is all portrayed as the dragon body like rears upwards it's crashing through the ceiling just and just like shows the lower half which depicts more and more of the unraveling history um it shows that the civilizations rose up against dragons and that they had to find somewhere safe to to rest and develop their own lifestyles and that they were given shelter by the ice queen um you see a pact forming between the Ice Queen coming to a wounded Golden Lays who lays who who has crumpled outside of battle and offers to guide him and you see him as he comes further into the room, the like back legs show a history of him inhabiting the wormhole and a little nut crashing one day into into the wormhole and him being delighted to have some company for once. Mm -hmm. Remember, my queen. And just (laughs) turns back into the humanoid lace um, and just walks, turns around and walks out. Arr, that can't be counting as an outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Terry, Terry, like, got a little emotional at the, the, like, lonely wormhole bit and, like, wipes like a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> an ice tear and is like eh, it wasn't even close mate <laughs> that doesn't count <laughs> it was an appeal to pathos Arr, the bastards making me shed tears <laughs> um, and the audience members are like but Jerry but <laughs> and uh, they're like ushered out anyone who is complaining at all is just like ushered to where they can go rest (laughs) Um, recover recover, reform into ice you watch as some of the puddles do start and like reforming into people but they need time to (laughs) (laughs) damaged so with that like catastrophe of um, a fashion show the like the crowds milling around like sort of in confusion sort of in just, you know, however a crowd reacts to crazy stuff. Um, with a wave of the hand, the sort of carbonated frozen person s- seals back up the destroyed sections of the castle and they <laughs> reform. The stage is yours. What would you like to do? Hi. Terry steps up to the middle of the stage. I believe in you, lady. <laughs> I can might. <laughs> he goes, Listen. Um, the the audience goes. Oh, there's there's another one. Yeah. Um, and I want to change my outfit as I go down. Okay. Are you like hopping as you go? No, no, no. I'm just walking. You're just walking normally. Okay. Um, I'm doing like maybe a little saunter, but okay. mostly walking. So I want to start off in the suit, and I'm sauntering down, and it's just a normal suit. Okay. So you walk. You, like, just appear in your suit with your little safari hat, and the first step you take onto the stage, already people are going, isn't that, isn't that from three cycles ago, this fashion statement? I, I don't know about this one. Uh, and Terry goes, but watch this, and thinks of grass. <laughs> and suddenly the suit, into grass, and the audience goes, oh. um, 
<laughs> I want the grass to like shuffle along like it's being blown in the wind. It's just <laughs> moving a little bit down the runway. With your little head just like portraying the wind motions, the grass seems to whistle through. Um, and the audience goes, oh, who, who designed that? What, what is that? Um, and then another outfit. And so Terry thinks of like a jungle. And, and he's like, this is this is where I hunt the beasts. And it has that excitement and love of the jungle and, like, hunting. Yeah. I'm going to whisper to someone who's like, Arr, I hear that that outfit came from the start of the universe itself. <laughs> it's been around since the Big Bang. Oh, right. It fell from the heavens. R- really? Yeah. Oh, oh my. How much it's a piece of reality. How a piece of our very historical reality. That's that's marvelous. That's wonderful. Uh, where where did you get it? What designer did you get it from? Arr, I don't know. You'll have to be asking the hunter. <laughs> um, that like sort of like makes its way as little whispers through the stage. Your outfit as you take the next step and four trunks rise up around you <gasps> forming little canopies in the, a dense jungle undergrowth forms and as you walk little vines seem to and you seem to be walking up the vines and as it walks it slowly lifts off the ground just the back two trees disappearing and reforming into more steps as you rise up and this outfit is giving you height advantage right now and then and I want to continue walking and I want to think about and I want to like be like at the end of the runway and think about the whole universe that all the beasts are in and I want to imagine the center of the universe oh okay uh go ahead roll 2d20 for me please okay 13 and um 10 13 and 10 (laughs) a little bit of a pitiful universe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you step up and suddenly the outfit, it leaves in, invisible supports on the ground, but it, it sort of reforms and it seems to like gather around you and it seems to be the start of the dawn and from the back row you hear like, Nash go, oh yeah, fuck yeah, this is it. Barkstall and he's like, wait for it, give it a second. Um, and the, the like energy seems to condense. Um, and as it unfurls once again, it seems to gather a, an enormous star cloud. And the audience goes, oh, but it's very similar. But instead, the star clouds seem to zoom in and expand and zoom further into the center of the galaxy. Um, yeah, uh, the audience is like, "Whoa, is this this is unexplored territory, isn't it?" And you zoom further in, and you don't know where this energy is coming from. Suddenly, you feel a wave of something pushing imagery into your very outfit, something guiding almost the outfit choices. And as the outfit zooms in, it seems to be showing a path through that very dense star cluster at the center of the galaxy, showing a way through that you could maybe sail with a ship into the center of the galaxy. Um, as it goes in, you like step forward and the, the 
vision seems to coalesce into what looks like four separate sectors, four separate orbs that lie at the center of the galaxy, um, each one glowing a slightly different color. And as you look at it, you see there are colors associated with the cold food section, with the dry food section, with the wet food section, with the hot food section. And these four orbs seem to release and flow energy in different directions and seem to coalesce with each other sometimes, seem to swirl apart. You don't know where this is coming from. You're, you're like, you're trying to control your outfit and your outfit has suddenly decided on its own to give new information that you weren't expecting. Okay. What do you want to do? <laughs> you're like, you're like walking into these four orbs now. This like image of four orbs. Um, do I recognize one as like the dry food section? Yeah. Can I click on that one? Okay, so you like grasp onto it and like hold it out and it it seems to expand and it seems to like send energy and waves into the other other sectors and it it seems to just grow and become the most prominent one where it becomes three smaller orbs with one larger one on top just flowing energy into the rest and the audience is like oh is this new magic? What is going on? I'm very, very confused. Yeah, Terry's just like, huh? Um, I'm, I think Terry's very confused and he thinks about grass again. Okay, you think about grass and suddenly the connection's severed and just back into grass and they're like, the artistry, the, the new information, the magic, the uh, amazing, amazing, and a, a, a resounding set of applause greets you as the lights sort of come up and the, the the four of you form into a line. Lay is now back into his humanoid form. What What is... Is he just naked? Is he just like a naked chip dragon man? No, he, he wears sort of like a, a golden admiral tunic. Ah, uh, okay. Or, no, like a military general tunic with, with the straight collars. That's what mm. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was also kind of imagining just like a silly putty man. <laughs> just a goop. Yeah. Goop man. It, it, I left it vague on purpose, so you can... He could just be just goop man. I just see him as like a very well-formed like chip man, but like just like completely like... Like no like dick or anything. <laughs> okay. I was thinking like he's like a lumpy clay like Prometheus made or something and so he doesn't really have face he just has like a head chips when mashed together mm-hmm. bruh they don't see the I'm still pissed <laughs> we yeah we had a third live audience member for two seconds and they didn't stay and they didn't stay I was confused the frozen orange soda person sort of steps forward and goes Strong performances. Very strong performances. Based on this information that you've delivered to us... I'm still grass. You're, you're still... Like, I'm still grass. It's still my grass. therapy grass. <laughs> Based on the new information given to us, we have come to a decision. We will nominate Terry, the winner of today's fashion show. Yeah. But we would like to achieve award... 
We would like to award you with something more. Given the chance, we want to send someone to go explore that that place that you showed us. Please. I believe that you and Lays have more in common than you think. Possibly, mate. And I, like, look over at Lays a little bit. Lays just looks at you and goes, <laughs> Maybe, maybe... Maybe there's more to this beast than just... being a beast. Oh. <laughs> Terry shrinks a little into the grass. <laughs> into the grass. <laughs> <clears throat> the... Go, when you get a chance, bring your real bodies here, and we will send you out with Lays to go explore this new technology, new magic of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, mate. (laughs) In fact, Lays should be... Lays will go out and join you. We do need one, several things before we go on an expedition. And as you watch, one carbonation bubble seems to pop out of this person. Um, And they seem to be thinking. And as they think, the carbonation seems to (laughs) slowly move inside the frozen liquid. We, We will send Lays to retrieve a precious item that will be useful for a journey to the center. My, uh, sounds beautiful and wonderful, and I'd love to. May I request you save this outfit for when my real body's here, so I can be grass once again. Turns to the queen and goes, My queen, I believe it is, it is possible for us to send the outfits with them, along with their astral selves. And the queen... The queen stands up, and as she stands up, there is a a radiating sense of power unlike you guys have felt anywhere else. Um, Unlike Su-Ra, who was just intimidating power, unlike Lays, who, like, had the sheer power of dragons, just the power to command the cold, basically, and sort of reaches out a hand, and you feel that ice, the ice clothing sort of almost fuse onto that magical essence of your astral projections. Um, the carbonated man goes, the, f- the frozen spell should last long enough for the outfits to arrive to where you are in the universe. <gasps> I think Terry's grass starts wiggling excitedly. <laughs> Just... The wind starts blowing faster and, like, mm-hmm. it starts shivering. Mm-hmm. Impressive displays. You are now crowned the champion of the fashion festival for this cycle. Welcome. And they bring out a little, like, medallion that they, like, wrap up nicely and then pin to your new grass outfit. <clears throat> Thank you, mates. This is an honor. This was a pleasure. And most of all, I get to be grass. And I can't thank you enough for that. And um, with that, 
You guys feel your astral forms begin to lift off the ground. Ooh. <laughs> um, grass and aurora borealis begin flying back through the universe and as you go the ice seems to melt off of your form just a little bit go ahead and roll d20s for me please fog 12 1 <laughs> terry as you fly through space you lose the ice version of your safari hat no but my hat your grass stays on okay. <laughs> and suddenly you two slam back into your bodies while it's struggling against a jetpack leg of admiral beignet and uh now you are wearing different outfits and as she just like it was between heartbeats of her stepping into the room she you guys are suddenly very different appearing people <laughs> and she goes and that's where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna end this episode. Thank you. Oh, that, that was a beautiful episode. Arr. I mate. What? The fashion show? Yeah, that was so fun. We inspired people. We, <laughs> yeah, we brought their attention to the to the donut war, or the enslavement of the fruit people. Um, I showed them grass. <laughs> Some would say the like showing them the universe was more important, but not me. <laughs> uh, most importantly, we showed you as players the start of the universe. And um, as you think about it, you're like wondering why did we suddenly get dragged out of our bodies for this display? It feels like something is trying to actively reach out to you too a dm <laughs> um something that might guide how the story will shape in the future something might that wants to be found um thank you all listeners in the void if you've stuck with us for so long thank you live audience member on our couch thank you <laughs> um yeah we're gonna end the episode there I, oh what is this oh yeah that's a good ending spot then <clears throat> in that case get back in the void <laughs> we'll see you in the void yeah goodbye bye, bye. goodbye